the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Proxy Freedom. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. Once we see Social Security in a balanced light, in a more realistic light, then that comes to how do we go about coming up with that number that we need set aside, invested in a 401k or an IRA to reach retirement. And, of course, a couple of factors there is understanding, number one, how to predict ahead what the cost of living is going to be 10, 20, 30 years into retirement. And then number two, how long that retirement will be. It wasn't very long ago that our grandparents perhaps retired, enjoyed a few years in retirement, collected Social Security, and then passed away. Now we're seeing the longevity tables, Pat, changing dramatically. The percentage of centurions alone in this country, those that make it to 100, is an ever-increasing list, which means retirement may not just be a handful of years. It could be almost as many years retirement tired as we enjoyed working. We've got to frame this in a post-2008 Great Recession discussion because pre-2008, there was optimism and there was lots of thoughts of retiring early. You know, 58 is a whole different paradigm of where people's expectations are. So I think they're getting more focused on, gosh, I need to work a couple, three or four more years. I meet with six or seven radio prospects every day who call in from this show and say, Pat, here are my numbers. And I know you're going to tell me I can't retire at 66. And after I go through the analysis of their numbers, they're absolutely right. In some cases they can retire because they've been dutiful and conscientious about saving all those nickels and dimes, every payroll period through 401ks or their plan at work. But in many cases, it's more like 67, 68, 69, or even 70. And of course, the Social Security makes it more attractive. Their system says if you wait till 70, the Social Security check is pretty darn attractive. And in some cases, people want to work until 70. They enjoy what they do. So we've got to take a realistic view of what is your real intended retirement age. I mean, Craig, you're just a youngster, but many people who are in that 62 to 66 range today, and they got beat up by the Great Recession of 2008. But in many cases, they got out at the wrong time, and the consequent 
effect on their retirement monies, their 401ks or IRAs or whatever, was that it's going to have to add, if you do the math realistically, it's going to have to mean a couple, three or four more years of working, whether they like it or not. And that's the kind of candid discussion we have with folks when they come in. Some cases, they were diligent, they were conservative, and they're absolutely prepared to retire. But we give folks a real honest-to-goodness, realistic date. We can't sugarcoat anything. We take off our rose-colored glasses and have that candid discussion with our radio audience when they come in for that no-obligation consultation. It doesn't serve me well. It doesn't serve them well to lie to them and say, oh, sure, you can retire. Not going to happen. We're not going to do it here. That's foolhardy. It's not the kind of candor that we uh, subscribe to. So when we look at those people every day, you know, numbers don't lie. We put the numbers on, on one eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. and Either they are prepared or they aren't, depending upon what they're going to do. Are they going to move out of their Bay Area home and move to Modesto or some other lesser cost area? Well, now you're talking about another whole chunk of money of cashing in those expensive two by fours, living in a lesser cost area, and again, enjoying another chunk of money to withdraw from. What we want to do is take a realistic look at the investable dollars today and any other sources of income, whether social security, pensions, rental income, whatever else you might have. And then we have to give a real honest evaluation if people can retire. It's it's all about what is your peak projected salary going to be, because that's what your social security is based as a big influence, Craig, as you know, on your social security check and how that's going to be carried for the rest of your life. And so we've got to factor all those in and I think be practical and pragmatic about it and not try and swing for the fences when they're about to retire. You got to, you got to hit singles and doubles. If you hit a home run once in a while, that's okay. But I think our clients are much better served. And I've had clients for 30 plus years and they're still enjoying retirement because we were absolutely conservative and we've lived through the 2001 debacle, Craig, we know that was a very devastating period through that big downslide. And then 2008. So we've had two significant dramatic slides in the markets with a commensurate share of value dropping, unless you were ultra conservative. So that's kind of where we have to look at what is your magic number. And of course, the big issue sprinkled on top of that is healthcare costs. Will your employer carry you for healthcare costs? In about 90% of the cases, the answer is no. So we've got to say, okay, how do we do this and live comfortably for the rest of our life? Right, with all that said, and, and obviously in spite of our efforts at trying to be as precise as we can be, as you suggest, this ultimately becomes a bit of a, a movable or squishy number in that if you pay off your mortgage early, that will have an impact on the amount of money that you'll need. Health care costs will be an issue. How successful you've been at accurately arriving at both the number and the retirement time are also other major factors in all of this. When it comes to sitting down and actually working out that number and looking at the kind of return that you'll need to make sure that you're able to arrive at it, I suppose that's where the help of a professional can really make a difference. Your money personality, your stock to bond ratio, you know, let's not overlook that issue. And while it's a little disconcerting to talk about risk when you're going into retirement, I truly believe, and we've demonstrated with clients who've been retired for 30 plus years, that taking some level of risk is absolutely essential your entire lifetime. People say, well, I don't want any risk. I want to just be all in in cash. Well, failure to do that, I think you will never, ever be able to retire. It'll always be that elusive thing you never, ever get to. 
because you're not being realistic in the way markets normally treat us over the years. And so your money personality is a big, big factor. A lot of the discussion that I have with new folks coming in is really a soul searching. It's that holistic approach to getting comfortable with what your mix really should be. Some cases I have to talk people down off the cliff and say, the male wants to take, you know, 90% risk in retirement. I said, no, 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 that's way too much. And of course, mama wants to take zero stock allocation risk because she doesn't sleep well at night. Like marriage, it's a compromise. We have to come up with some reasonable middle of the road number that pragmatically speaking, the probabilities of achieving that success level is much more realistic. And we want to come up with some middle ground number that satisfies Papa's interest in taking a lot of risk and Mama's interest in taking no risk. We want to come up with some middle ground number that I think that works in the long run. That's why I think folks hire us and and use our services. We are continually reevaluating, readjusting, reallocating, redeploying our clients' monies. We can let them track it online 24-7. We visit with them frequently throughout the year. We don't just take their money and invest and forget about them, which is what sadly a lot of this industry does. They take their clients' monies, they put them in a couple of funds or a couple of annuities or a couple of ETFs and say, thank you very much. Don't call me, I'll call you. That doesn't work. We've seen negative deleterious numbers. That just doesn't work. So we're changing our clients' portfolio structure based on market movements. I think that's the key, Craig. If you're like a lot of folks, you have expectations about retirement. Maybe it's white sand kiss beaches that go on for miles that you can endlessly enjoy for weeks or sleeping every day till noon. Maybe you're just thinking about never having a care or worry while you enjoy that 30-day world cruise. Well, if these are some of the expectations you have about retirement, Pat Fatucci gives us all a big wake-up call. And Pat, there are some things about retirement that maybe folks are not expecting. You know, I don't like the position of being put in here today, bursting people's balloons about what their expectations are about vacation. I, I want to be the Santa Claus of retirement and just wish everybody good things and presents and lots of money and lots of airline tickets to exotic places. But I think we have to have this reality check. And so don't turn off your radio, folks. This is something that we really need to have kind of a heart to heart today and talk about the five hardest things about retirement that you aren't expecting. Sorry, but I've got to be the bearer of bad news. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just here to bring some pragmatism to retirement. I've been doing this a long time and I hear a lot of stories By the way, most of them are very favorable. Most of them are very good. But there are some things that we have distortions, just like in all things in life. Sometimes it's not exactly what we were expecting. So let's spend a couple minutes today talking about some really unusual things that we hadn't thought about. You and your wife are a loving couple. You've been married for a long time. You know what the divorce rates for people over 50 has doubled since 1990, and it typically happens right after retirement? After all, you've been very busy running perhaps separate lives, maybe both working, maybe one spouse working, taking care of the kids, taking care of mom and dad. And all of a sudden you've got no other responsibilities. Your hair is no longer on fire and you're running two different places at the same time. Understanding the emotion of being in the house together 24 seven in this intensive time together. Wow. Talk about stress. We always recommend this may sound a little unusual. 
meeting with a therapist is actually a wonderful idea. You know, mental health is not frowned upon like it was 20 years ago. When we go for our physical health, we get our blood checked and our heart checked and everything else. We look at our vital signs and we calibrate lifestyle based on those things. It's not a terrible idea to go to a therapist and talk about expectations in retirement. Financial management is stressful enough, but we've got to work with personality types. And sometimes mama sees life one way and papa sees life another way. And that's where we can moderate and create a uniquely designed plan that satisfies both. Think about this. My tennis buddies who retired years ago tell me one thing very succinctly. The worst thing they ever did was retire. Yeah, that's right. They wake up at seven o'clock. They have a cup of coffee. They read the paper. They're all done at 830. And now what do I do? And these are pretty active people. They play tennis. They play golf. But you can't do that every day. Your body is not equipped to handle that kind of physicality on a regular basis. And you're not going to Europe and Hawaii every other week either. Okay, now what? Certainly charitable work and part-time work and giving of your time or spending time with grandkids. There are a whole host of those things, but it's understanding what you're going to do with that day. It's a Tuesday morning and it's 8.30 and you got nothing to do. Now what? There you are with your loved one you've been married to for many years. It doesn't feel so wonderful. Jeez, I'm kind of missing work. I don't get any texts. I don't get any voicemails. I don't get any emails anymore. So I don't have to spend any time doing those kinds of things. It's all a collection of conflicting emotions. Yeah, we all have hobbies. We all want to travel but it certainly is a challenge to understand the day-to-day living of retirement. It's something we just don't get until about six months into retirement. And that's what a lot of my clients tell me. And I've been in this retirement business for a long, long time. Most people adapt pretty nicely to retirement, but there are some that just have a giant conflict. The rhythm of life, if you're a junkie for juggling lots of things at the same time, because that's what was required in your work life. And now you go home and the only thing you have to juggle is, wow, I can't wait for Tuesday because the garbage man comes. You can't clean the garage every other week. My feeling about cleaning the garage, I move everything from the right side to the left side and I somehow feel good about that. It's the same junk I'm, I'm moving. It certainly feels good. And after you do that a couple, three or four times, there's no enjoyment. There's no satisfaction out of that. We want your retirement to be fabulous. It's kind of a wake up call to what you want to do with the rest of your life. We all have a bucket list. Guess what? Bucket lists require buckets of money and travels costly. You have to have sufficient funds to meet those desires. And sometimes there's a conflict. I'd love to spend a month in Tuscany. Will my budget allow it? The other thing, and I guess this is true for men, and certainly going to be increasingly more true for women, we kind of identify ourselves with work. I think I'd be guilty of that too. I, if I retired fully tomorrow, I kind of identify myself with who I am at the job when I put my tie on every day. And all of a sudden, your identity is kind of stolen. And you're not getting out and meeting people and being social. Your weekly men's club or women's club or or weekly golf is wonderful. But it doesn't many times fill your belly. And you go to bed thinking, geez, what did I do today that keeps me moving, moving forward? It's those emotional, psychological things that frequently get in the way of a successful retirement. The money stuff you can quantify and pretty much... That's a given. Generally speaking, is not a giant surprise. I mean, we can do a pretty good job of managing expectations about the money stuff. 
but it's the holistic approach, the emotion of retirement that some folks have a really easy time with. And frankly, some people just, their lives fall apart. They can't handle the lack of structure. They know we've been structured for 40 years to get up every morning, shave and brush our teeth and comb our hair and put the appropriate gear on to face the work world. And then all of a sudden it changes. We don't have the kind of role models. Many times our, our folks didn't have a lot of years of enjoyable retirement. Sometimes there's a giant collection of what you had thought retirement was all about. As we get older, it just feels differently, looks differently, and, and how you handle that adjustment. Adjustment to retirement, again, go out and have a couple's therapy before you retire, six months before you retire. What should you do with this newfound 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year? What are you going to do? You can't have a blank slate. You've got to have some plan in place. And those who have have had a good plan, have a very successful retirement. Probably one of the biggest disappointments. I thought my social security check was going to be a lot bigger. You know, after all, mom and dad live pretty darn comfortably on their social security check. Well, today a social security check represents about 29% of somebody's income. Think of getting a 71% cut in salary, Craig, and understanding that's going to be wonderful. I can still take that trip to, to Europe and Hawaii twice a year. Social Security is not what it used to be. Yes, it's going to be there for the rest of our life. Question is, when do you start taking it? When does it make sense? What is your probability of getting older? So if you have good genes and your life expectancy is going to be in your 80s, it is very smart to wait till you're 70. Again, it's all about cash flow. If you're 65, 66 and you need income, that argument goes out the window. So it's all about when is the best time to take Social Security? We know the rules at 59 and a half, you're allowed to start taking money out of your 401k IRAs without penalties. You're required to take minimum distribution based on your mortality for the rest of your life. The government requires you to start finally being taxed on that money. You've, they've allowed you to grow tax deferred. So when to start taking Social Security checks and when to start taking IRA, 401k monies, therein lies that deft touch. And that's where our financial advisory team can construct the kind of arithmetic that really is prudent and makes sense for you, which by the way, is very different from your neighbor next door, your brother, your sister-in-law. You cannot compare their decisions and your decisions. I frequently say, well, my, my neighbor said I should wait because of this or that or the other thing. Clearly they didn't tell their neighbor about all their personal financial stuff, nor would I expect them to. So you've got to be very careful to create a decision-making process that includes all of your surrounding you specifically, which are unique and different from your neighbor, from your sister, from your brother-in-law, from anybody else. You're not going to sit there and, and share your entire financial history with them. Folks do that when they come into our offices, they spill their guts, they tell us everything, and then we can make some good pragmatic recommendations specifically based on their numbers. It's all numbers game, Craig, as you know, and without knowing the entire picture, you're making a decision in this vacuum. Go to our website with lots of stuff on retirement there. Don't invest and forget.com. Any questions, call us personally, triple eight plan wise. That's eight, eight, eight P L A N W I S E or go to our website. Don't invest and forget.com. That's don't invest and forget.com. Petucci says, don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget.
continue our look at the four key elements of a well-managed portfolio with our host, 30-plus-year money manager, Pat Vitucci. Pat, one of the big issues that perhaps is a danger area for a lot of folks when it comes to the active management of their dollars is time. They simply don't have the kind of time necessary. It's easy for the statement to come in. You see perhaps the progress over the last quarter isn't that good. Now, where do you find the time to do the research, to take a look at what's transpired, to anticipate where things are going to be headed in the coming quarter, and then make the right choices? That's where I think a lot of folks fall short. We're all trying to optimize our time. I mean, time is one of those key things that when you're working, you never have enough of. And a lot of my retiree friends, oh, I've got a lot of time. Time is that asset that most of us working do multiple things at the same time. The average working person doesn't have the time to do that. And it's that rebalancing, trying controlled losses and the monitoring activity that really takes the time. And then, of course, you have to execute, studying and studying and studying in the markets and now executing and making the actual adjustments. That's where the rubber really meets the road. So whether you use slop loss orders or if you're just studying the different sectors, failure to allocate the time, as you're saying, is real important. The other thing I want to point out, Craig, really important. If you're in an environment that you're working with a broker where they get paid more by adjusting more. We all know what that's called. That's called churning. So be very mindful of the person who says, yeah, I'm going to actively manage and every time I make a move for you, I'm going to charge you. Excess use of that is called churning. So We don't want to burn up your hard-earned money through excess costs of trading. This whole notion of active management can allow a broker to salivate over all those extra fees because you're encouraging him to pay attention. Commensurate with the whole idea of active management has got to be the expenses associated with doing that. Failure to work with an independent fee-based advisor, you can't have a discussion about active management without understanding the rudiments of the kind of system you're plugged into. This whole idea of active management is essential, but if If it comes with a huge expense, you may just be burning up any incremental value that the active management is bringing along. Part of this active management, Pat, not only includes anticipation of where the markets are headed, doesn't it also include the notion that as we move through seasons of life, the portfolio mix, the goals of the portfolio, our appetite for risk change, and therefore that needs to be actively managed as well? If your system is not asking you questions on a periodic basis and reconnecting with you, to understand what's going on in your life. That's just inappropriate. That's just lazy. That's just not a healthy relationship. Any good relationship has a connection on a regular basis. And if it's been years since your person has plugged back into you and said, okay, tell me about your life again. Oh yeah, I've got three more grandchildren and my spouse died or we sold a big house and we moved to the condo or we moved to a retirement center. All those life-changing events. My mom died, my dad died. Understanding your marginal tax bracket adjustments along the way, because any one of those events can affect your tax position. So you're right, Craig. We need to understand all the the stuff that life throws at us and the commensurate changes we've got to make relative to the portfolio design that we are engaged with. That opportunity here in the fall months to take a look at the progress of your investment choices down through the last many months to make sure that, in fact, those choices are not only in harmony with your appetite for risk, on track with your goals toward retirement, Call today to take advantage of that complimentary session by dialing toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E or simply 888-752-6947. 
Pat, we're here in the fall months. We've got a scant two months left before the year is over with. Revisiting the benchmarks of one's performance over the last year and making sure that you remain on track to meet your financial goals, another important element. Talk to us a bit about some of the advantages of coming in and simply taking advantage of that complimentary financial retirement plan review. We get a lot of folks come in and say, look, I just want a, a second opinion. Tell me about what my guy or gal is doing. Give me your positives. Give me your negatives about what's going on with my current monies. In some cases, it's a well-designed portfolio with low expenses and other times it's just horrible. So we have the opportunity to give the prospect who is listening to this radio show today, here's our view. Many times it's right on the quarterly reports. Yes, sometimes it's on page 27, buried way down deep to fully under understand performances. Many reports are unfriendly, difficult to look at the year-to-date, month-to-date, since inception numbers, because if the numbers aren't good, they certainly don't want to point that out. In direct contrast, on page one, big font size are our performance numbers, year-to-date, month-to-date, inception-to-date. So we put it right on page one in big print, but in others, it's either not there or buried so deep, you need to be a Philadelphia lawyer to find it. We always like to look at the 10 months as easy to look at. We divide the um, monthly performances by 10. The math is easy. And we can say, okay, here's how you're doing. Here's how the benchmarks did year to date through 10 months or 11 months, whatever it is, or 12 months. And it's easy to understand relative to the expenses you're incurring in your current system to determine how you're doing. Are you in sync? You're beating the benchmarks or are you woefully underwater? That tells me there has been little to no activity in terms of adjusting. Doesn't hurt to get a second opinion. It's a financial health checkup a comparative review with the system you're working with now. And maybe you're doing it yourself. Come in and have an arm wrestle and compare what you're doing yourself with what we would have done net of our fee. Maybe you're beating us. Maybe I need to hire you to work in my company. Let's look at all all those and come on in for that consultation. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. If you want to work with us, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. We've made another friend. Pat, you also make mention about cost effectiveness of one's portfolio choices. I think a lot of people fail to realize that there are expenses associated. Even when it comes to the management choices within inside of a 401k, there are associated expenses. Say a word about that, would you? The bottom line is very much driven by and very much influenced by the internal expenses. I think that's a good point, Craig. Failure to understand who you're paying what to and just simply looking at the bottom line is not a thorough enough review in my mind. And so when we talk about understanding the internal costs can vary from half a percent up to three or four or five percent. Understand what you're buying, understand what you're paying for. And those expenses are rarely identified anywhere except in a thing called a prospectus. I got to tell you, most people don't read the prospectus because it's a, a 100 pages long. It's very difficult to read. So you've got to thoroughly understand all the components of a prospectus and read through it and understand how those expenses are dragging down your performance numbers. So we get to take advantage of that complimentary financial health retirement plan review without any obligation whatsoever. Simply dial toll free 888 plan wise. That's 888 888- P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E or 888-752-6947. You can also call that telephone number if you have questions about anything that you've heard discussed on today's program. Anytime you want to pick up the phone and say, hey, Pat, I've got a quick question about something I heard on the show. Again, the toll-free number, 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-752-6947. 888-PLAN-WISE.
You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area's offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.